Hey folks, uh, I'm so glad you've joined me today. You know, as I've mentioned several times, I'm, I'm still new to the podcasting thing and, and I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I'm glad that you're uh, joining with me, those of you who are listening in each week. You know, as I've mentioned, uh, this pneumaturgical uh, endeavor I'm on is just a way to create a space for structure and the spirit to meet together so we can discover, explore, and celebrate what God's Spirit is doing in our lives. So I I hope that um, you've been taking uh, away from uh, these podcast episodes something of value, and uh, hopefully we will continue this journey uh, together. So uh, let's get started. I want to begin today with a question that comes from Jesus. Why are you crying? Sometimes we cry when we are overcome with grief, and sometimes we cry when we are overcome with joy. In the Advent narrative, joy and sorrow meet together in the birth and death of children. In all of the chaos, let us seek the star of the night, that in the morning we will find the comfort of joy. This is pneumaturgical. Let us begin today by hearing from God's Word, the second chapter of Matthew's Gospel. And I'm going to read this chapter in its entirety. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose, went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, 
he said, Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. Now, let us respond to the word of the Lord today. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit that we would find in these ancient scriptures a fresh light for our path today. May we hear with joy what you would say to us today. Amen. There is great joy and great weeping in the span of these words in Matthew's gospel. There are the mysterious magi. They are kings, men of wisdom, nobility. They journey from a distant land of spices and songs to inquire about this child that is born the king of the Jews. Now, these magi somehow know the truth of Jesus' birth, of which everyone else seems somewhat or completely unaware. They see the star in the night sky and understand that the darkness cannot overcome the light that has arrived. Matthew literally tells us that when they see this star, and find the place where it leads the Magi joyfully rejoice with joy. Joy, joy, joy. Three times in a row, three different ways, Matthew tells us. There is a joy that is sold on commercials and coupons this time of year, but this kind of passing happiness cannot last forever. Because just mere lines later, Matthew writes that there is also a great sound of weeping 
not everyone celebrates the star in the sky. Herod will not have his power challenged. Paranoia and panic grip the city. Kill all the children that may be a threat. But aren't these children innocent? In Herod's mind, it seems that no one deserves the benefit of innocence. And so out go Herod's killers into the streets, taking the lives of young children. They are snatched from their mothers, murdered in their beds, and so there is great weeping. Mothers and undoubtedly fathers also who refuse to be comforted for their children. In the darkened streets of Bethlehem, the fears and hopes of ages intermingle in the cries of people. It was in his bed that I found my three-year-old son, James, had slipped away to be with Jesus in 2017. Three years ago, and yet the moment will always be with me as today. There was great crying, there was inexpressible grief, there was a stretch of moments that I do not remember, like the blackened sky of the night. I do still have in my mind a moment, and I think it'll be there forever. It's burned into my memory. A moment in which an officer delivered words while trying to wrestle with me that my little boy was gone. I think, I think the entire earth skipped a spin when he said, everything hung in the air around me. I was frozen. I, I could not muster a breath. I lost the sounds of the room. I, too, refused to be comforted. And yet, in the darkness of the sky, a star has appeared. Faintly at first, almost like a rumor more than a fact, then more clearly against the stark black background of life. It's a star that I can follow, that I know somehow will lead me to the place where Jesus lives, the place where my child is safely with him. This is not to say there is not pain, not times of weariness on the journey. I wonder if the Magi themselves got tired at moments. And certainly all these families that Matthew writes about who have their children innocently murdered, imagine the questions. I know I still have questions. And sometimes rather than holding on to my questions as an unwanted burden, I wonder if they could be my treasure for Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that sounds crazy. But sometimes I think about myself following the light of the Spirit in the darkest of nights, carrying my questions, my burdens, my pains, my griefs, even my angers and agonies, carrying them all alone to Jesus to lay at his feet finally. 
The prophets Isaiah and Jeremiah, whose words are fulfilled in the Advent manger, they refuse to let our lives end in grief. They speak of the comfort that comes from the eternal God who comes to dwell with us in the middle of our pain and grief and sorrow. This is joy, the everlasting comfort of Christ, the breaking of life eternal on the horizon at the end of a long, cold night of weeping. The Spirit works in the world today, answering the cries of those who mourn over the loss of the innocent. The Spirit works in the world today, shining against the darkness of our night, pointing the way to where Christ dwells. The Spirit works in the world today, strengthening us with joy as we receive the comfort of Christ's promise of life eternal. Joy is not commercials. Joy is not coupons. Joy is comfort. May you rest in this Advent season, for Jesus brings us tidings of comfort and joy. Let us use the words of Psalm 30 in prayer today. This psalm from David, who himself knew the cutting pain of death and loss and grief. Eternal God, Father, Son, Spirit, we call to you from the deepest parts of our lives, from the depths of our questions and pain and sorrow. We pray that you will answer. We call to you, knowing that you alone can heal, not in a superficial way, but that you, Lord, can bring us wholeness and peace and comfort to last the night. We rejoice, God, that you are a Father of mercy, that you are faithful like a brother, that your spirit brings us grace. The night of grief and confusion is long. We feel the chill of dark deep within. We carry with us, God, the luggage of questions unanswered. Lord, guide us with your light so that we can rejoice in your faithfulness. Holy Spirit, give us strength to continue our journey, following, even in our weariness, because we will see the light of dawn break on the horizon. We will dance in the comfort of your eternal presence. We will take off the dusty and tear-stained garments of sorrow, and we will clothe ourselves in the joy of your Spirit. Let us praise you, God, with everlasting joy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. Hey, everyone, I have uh, again enjoyed truly 
found joy in sharing this time with you today. Of course, in this Advent season, I pray that you continue to seek the presence of God's Spirit. And if you have the time and all of the busyness of this season, leave me some comments or, or a review on this podcast just so I know um, whether or not um, I'm providing something that's helpful for you and maybe even share it with others, maybe especially those who are dealing with grief and loss in this time. Now receive this benediction. May God who dwells in the glory of the highest heavens, bring you tidings of unimaginable peace and the joy of his comfort and favor. In the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen.